0: Covering all your favorite parts of the 50-yard fight, this is the Inside the Walls podcast with Zach Kylman and Jim Mernier. Hey, welcoming everybody into the latest edition of the Inside the Walls podcast covering all things 50-yard fight. I am Zach Kylman back in alongside my good buddy, good pal, good co-host Jim Bernier. Jim, uh, it's, been, it's been a little long.
1: Um, it's been a while, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's been a little bit um
1: it's I what happens I, when yeah. arena leagues are really no news <laughs> and right. and to our listeners out there our dedicated listeners out there i uh, appreciate it thank you for the constant messages want to know where we are at and where's our new episodes um but yeah it's it, we're almost in february and it felt like christmas was yesterday uh, mm-hmm. So hopefully everyone in the in the arena community, the ones who are listeners and listen to our show, hope you everyone had a good holiday, good holidays. Um, and now we are literally entering the month of February. A lot of teams are going to be doing a lot of pre practices, um, and some leagues start in March, and, and we start in April. So we're getting close to reporting for camp, but there's a lot of stuff we need to talk about. And we've been away for a month and. We will be giving you more episodes now uh, as the seasons progress. We just um, just had a lot of things that we had to deal with personally as a podcast and overall for our mental state of mind. Uh, we can't get ourselves burned out when the season's about to come because that, that will be a burnout itself. But, yeah, I'm doing fine. And I appreciate it. Thank you again for our listeners um, for listening to us and listening to our podcast and watching us on YouTube. We appreciate it.
0: Yeah, thank you for staying patient and well here we are um new episode first time in about really um month and uh, some change mm-hmm. <laughs> since um and we got got some things to cover you know like i said it'll be uh kind of a few things even outside the normal scope we do that we'll talk so you know definitely want to stick around uh before we jump in by the way uh if you haven't followed us on social trust me we still do jump on there and to- and post uh follow us on Facebook Twitter uh we do have the Instagram as well at in pod
1: we'll be um, more active on that this year season we've been yeah. have requests about Instagram that's our fault I apologize
0: I know Instagram it's if whether it's this show or USF podcast I always have yeah. trouble I need to get better at that one mm-hmm. I, we both are I don't know we'll figure it out you and I always do so try uh we yeah I mean we'd, we'd try <laughs> <laughs> follow us on Inwalls pod though on all those platforms um then if you're watching of course if you're watching on the youtube version by the way um you know get that shiny red button right below the video smack that Mm -hmm. and as a good colleague of mine says a colleague and friend of ours says click that bell it does build morale for for us and for you guys too helps the show out we much appreciate it and we're growing that sub count so yeah it's good times around and like i said we'll be a little more busier moving forward so don't worry. We're going to get back to regular episodes like we were doing. It, it is coming around the corner. So yeah, uh, the arena indoor season is almost upon us. So, uh, speaking on that though, um, uh, we might as well hit right into the meat and potatoes of this, uh, anything new. Well, we do have one specific thing that, uh, we were wondering, we were wondering, waiting on addressing this one. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just time to rip the band-aid off. Um, as, you guys who follow the nal may know uh the columbus lions they are not with the nal anymore um the league had, had announced uh, prior that they had removed the columbus lions from the from their own uh ranks of teams the lions have put out their own press release saying that they have departed from the said nal whichever way you look at it columbus is no more with the mm-hmm. national Arena league they are now an ai fa team so I guess the main thing we need to discuss here, two things, you know, one, wow, a, a legacy NAL team is gone, uh, that mm-hmm. is shocking. Two, uh, what is the AIFA? Not everyone knows who, what organization that is, but at least to start, they are much more newer on the scene than some of the other ones that are established on on the uh, deck around the country.
1: The AIFA is the um, American Indoor Football Alliance. I think is their a full name? Yes. Uh, they, they, they have teams that the Orlando, they know the Carolina Predators. Uh, they have the Mississippi Raiders, uh, mm-hmm. the Capital City Cyclones. A lot of smaller teams, um, more regionalized than what the NAL is. The NAL is more of Much a more. southeast to the north. Um, but one thing I do know we have good we have friends at, with the Columbus organization they are one of the org- one of the organizations that opened up their doors to us uh, welcomed us as a podcast gave us a lot of information and entailed um, but as fans of the sport I'll still watch Columbus I'll still cheer for Columbus and I think the people in the a AIFA uh may want to realize that they're not going to be playing a team that's like them. They're going to be playing an arena team that has arena talent. And I, I I look at that schedule. I look at a lot of these rosters of these teams. Um, Columbus is going to bulldoze the whole league. Um, (laughs) and from a person from this point of view, and this is my opinion, this is no source, no nothing. I don't think to the fans who follow arena football, um, there's a gif out there of a, a Darius Williams, I think it's for the uh, LA Rams that says, um, I think we ain't done yet. Um, keep an eye on Columbus. I don't think they're done. Uh, meaning they're not going to be in that league for long. Um, and I say they're returned to the NAL. I just say, just don't, I just, me personally, that organization's too proud to play in that league. And that organization, people we know, I think they will Push that team once they get everything situated, um, which I know they will. I think they have a bright future ahead of them in in the NAL, in the IFL, in the CIF, whoever wants to go. But right now, for where they're at and where they need to be at, the AIFA is a great place, and I know that ownership group is very confident, and they're going to succeed. And I think they're going to dominate that league. They should. They're the Columbus Lions. They almost dominate the NAL every year, oh, almost. Yes.
0: Without <laughs> okay. a doubt. I mean. You know but almost yes of course <laughs> if
1: I did if I didn't say almost we'll get a message from Manas like what do you guys say again <laughs> we know Manas we know but yeah they almost, dominate they almost it.
0: they almost but no they're the respectable organization one the longest running in the country in terms of you know that this sector of the sport mm-hmm. and, and you know it this is stuff we really can't even get into with the whole split between the league between the league and the and the Lions themselves but you know, the circumstances probably could have been better is the best yeah. I can put it. Um, this is probably the best case scenario for both of them. And just that, you know, Columbus doesn't have to get, they aren't folding that they get to play. So fans in Columbus, Georgia, at least still have to have their, get their team, mm-hmm. you know, and keep in mind, they used to be, and you'll know this more than I, Jim, I mean, they used to be a, you know, lower level team mm-hmm. before they, the NAL form. So you know, they were a dominant powerhouse in the lower and level arena, indoor scene. So they, I mean, them and the sharks were the two main players that formed the NAL yeah. in the first place.
1: And the, and the ownership group, Casey, uh, Josh Blair, I, I think they're going to have a, uh, I think it's from a standpoint, they know how to win championships. They almost did it t- multiple times in, in the NAL just fell short multiple times. Um, they're going to own the AFIA. A- F- I- mm-hmm. There's no team in there. Maybe Mississippi maybe will give them a challenge. Um, but that's like saying that – how can you say the New York streets had a chance to beat Columbus in the championship game if New York streets ever even made the playoffs. in um, you know, So, um, But right now, like when we find out all the story – here in the podcast, and I will, I'm i going to promise you, the listeners out there, the story of Columbus will be out. We have to get approval from the Columbus Lions, um, but we will eventually get the story out so everyone knows what's happened. We know what happened. We just don't want to say it uh, because we have too much respect for Columbus and the NAL. We don't want to get their business out in there but in due time, you will find out why, what happened, how it happened, and the reasons the two split. Um, this is not pointing no fingers at anybody. Uh, for the best for both entities involved, this was the best path to do it, even though it was such a shocker that random, was it not Christmas Eve? It was right before Christmas, wasn't it? Like two days before Christmas?
0: Uh, yeah, it was obviously coming like into December
1: here. Yeah. Um,
0: know, it was literally
1: like the week of Christmas. I I know that
0: I'll tell you real quick, it's sometimes some of it's still blur on the exact day. So uh one one second here because I like I said I want to make sure we get that right get it right we're here. So (laughs) yes, so that was three days before Christmas. Yeah. That news drop.
1: And of course me and Zach and a bunch of people behind the scenes here inside the walls were preparing for a a marathon of shows in January and February. Um, we had plans on going to Columbus for the kickoff of the NAL between San Antonio and the Lions at one point. That will be scaled back. We might do a, maybe a meetup somewhere later in the middle of the season where schedules work for both me and Zach. Um, possibly he comes to Jacksonville or we'll go somewhere like Carolina or somewhere meet halfway, something like that. But that will be in the future. Uh, but yeah, when that news hit, it sends shockwaves in the community, especially in the NEL and in the arena community and the people you saw on the boards and on Twitter, um, especially some of the toxic boards on Twitter, on Facebook. We know the main one, um, Mm -hmm. if you, if you're tired of that uh, toxic environment, ladies and gentlemen, go visit our discord at end of walls pod. Uh, we're not toxic we give you the facts information correct information and sources and little nuggets around the league that good, happens
0: good times on there too yeah. good, good good bun good little crew yeah. we got and on that and, and
1: we troll each other friendly bad names yes. um but there is there is a certain message board that a lot of nal fans go to um where fans attack people who know the, what's going on but we can't really tell you what's going on but we're the enemy uh, It's just don't listen to every – or listen, don't read any, everything on any board that thinks it's factual. Yeah. Even sometimes the owners will post something there, and they're not 100% accurate because it's just their opinion, not the whole league's overall opinion or what the situation happened. Um, but, yeah, I, it's it's tough. The reason why we've been gone so long time is because we were trying to figure out what to do, with talk about Columbus – or how we were going to approach the season because we had so much preseason stuff planned up to that kickoff in columbus so that gave us setback We'll we'll rearrange a couple of things um but overall if you want information about the national arena league any anything it does with indoor arena league our discord is a great place to go to we talk about a lot of leagues um have a friendly you know chat um but right now There are a lot of false narratives being spread around the NAL boards about Columbus and the NAL. Um, I can tell you right now from a person who's read all those posts, it's 99.9% inaccurate. Um, That .01 that's accurate, it's not 100% accurate either. Yeah, it's close, but it's not right. But all the other stuff about um, the reason why Columbus left Columbus Columbus left the NALs because of, you know, the NALs NAL wants to expand. Like I saw rumors about they want to get rid of Columbus because they want to bring in IFL teams like, what are you doing? No, that's it's
0: amazing what you can find. Uh, yeah. It's
1: like that chap board just throws stuff on the walls. like it's going to stick. No, it's not. And what happens? Those people message us. Is this right? Do you know this information? What's going on? And we have our normal listeners that message us uh, all. Constantly, um, we, again, we're, we're thankful um, and we have to tell them, like, no, that's inaccurate. Don't believe in that. If we don't say anything about it, it's not legit. Like when the Columbus departed slash NAL let the Columbus go, we couldn't say anything about it because we didn't know 100 percent factual that who what's happening, because we were again one thing. And someone else is telling us another thing. They were like, what's going on? Then NFNAL made an announcement. Then we said something. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't want, again, we do not report on rumors. Um, we report on facts. We might speculate, like there would be a new segment at the end of the show called the Speculation Zone, which we're still from the USFL podcast, uh, but still speculation. Uh, we'll talk about something there at the end of the show that, you know, makes me happy and possibly make you happy because uh, we love the sport, but it's sad that Columbus has left. Um, we're going to miss some I'm going to miss that rivalry between Columbus and Jacksonville. I really am, but I am also pretty happy that they left and Jacksonville holds the controlling series lead. So therefore <laughs> <laughs> we won the rivalry oh. series, well, but now, nah. uh, but again, I, I think, me as a fan me as a person who loves the sport this is not the end of columbus they will somehow be back in a top tier league don't know which one um but i guarantee you there could be a chance where you will see them again um especially the Sharks, especially the empire especially all the teams it there's a chance but um but right now they're in the a and I think they're going to dominate. They're going to win that championship, and I'll be proud of them. I'll buy T-shirts. I may even go to the championship game to support them because I love that organization. I love their fans. They were very – all the Columbus fans I've talked to, very nice. People who message oh, yeah. us, uh, respect the ownership group. They were completely genuine. And I can't, you know, I can't, like, go piss off. Oh, uh, you're not in the n a l anymore goodbye. I can't be that person Um no, so no, no, no. you might get Columbus talk throughout the year. It's just f y i because i have so much respect for that organization
0: yeah they they there'll be they'll get to move on their direction the n a l gets there gets to go their way, and you know everyone was one of the better scenarios in this case it could like i said closures are so common like that, so it's this is especially
1: in this industry,
0: yes. That's very ideal. Got to give them props. But on the
1: on the bright side of it all, when teams do move leagues, most of them fold instantly. They don't go to a new league. They just, Mm -hmm. oh, we're going to this league, and they never appear. Columbus is legit there. They're selling tickets. Same number, ladies and gentlemen. Go find them. The Website's active. Go buy your tickets. Go buy your merch. They have a merch store. They're still active. Go support them still. Who cares? They, they're still NAL members to me. They're still an NAL family to me because of that, that fan base and that organization. So treat them like that. Um, so, yes, we're not going disreg- to disregard them on this show here on out. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it's tough. But, you know, it's it's the way of the game. Um, we see in other leagues like over in the IFL, the, 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 especially us in NAL and the IFL, the L.A. Extreme – L.A. Extreme, excuse me. The Louisville Extreme. Extreme. Yeah, not the L.A. Extreme. That's XFL, school XFL. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the Louisville Extreme, um, That that's the type of team that switch leagues. And when they oh, we're going to be back next year, they completely fold. Columbus is not that. They have the financial backing. Um, and they have an ownership group that won't allow them to close up shop. But uh, to Josh, to Casey, to Aiden with the epic – Uh, documentary. uh, I bid you adieu from the National Arena League and from a Jacksonville Sharks fan to you, murder everyone in that league. You are the superior team. You are the superior organization. They bow to you now. Get that trophy and hopefully one day we get the rivalry renewed between Jacksonville and Columbus. So, Speaking of the National Arena League, uh, these. It was kind of unique because we were going to record the show yesterday or when this show is aired on a Friday afternoon. Uh, We were supposed to record the show on a Wednesday. Luckily, we didn't because the revamped schedule has been dropped in the National Arena League. And, again, it is what ticks me off sometimes about schedule changes is we saw this last year, but in the opposite. Last year, we had 14-game season for two teams. And the other five teams in the league, or excuse me, the other four teams in the league had 12 teams. Mm -hmm. This year, five teams have 14 games and two teams have 12 games. Again, another off-balance schedule. Does it benefit San Antonio? Does it benefit Orlando? Maybe, maybe not, because it didn't benefit Jacksonville and Carolina last year having 14 games actually hurt them overall in the overall state. Well, it
0: stand. tires your players out. That, that's the thing. Correct. You know, you want to have healthier bodies at the end of the season.
1: But we do have built in by weeks this time around. Jacksonville has 3, Carolina up. has 3, and of course Orlando and San Antonio both have 4 games. Uh week 1 starts on April 8th with the Mustangs traveling to the Predators, the Jacksonville Sharks heading out west to west texas and the cobras and gunslingers battle in san antonio playoffs begin august 5th um and the nal championship game followed on august 18th maybe the 12th but right now we're doing 18th compared to what it's the two-week barrier or the two-week um off week between the first round and the championship game uh you can visit you can see this uh schedule in in its entirety on national arena league.com it has every single games Um, Games are, again, they do fluctuate. We do have Saturdays. We do have some Fridays. um, We do have some Sundays, but majority of the games are played on Saturday. And what I liked from what I've seen so far is that the teams that play out West, uh, West Texas and San Antonio, majority of their games are 8 o'clock Eastern time. Uh, while, of course, Eastern games would be at 7 o'clock Eastern time. There's occasional Sundays, and the Sunday ones, um, we have two Sunday games. One in, we have Sunday night football, ladies and gentlemen, in the arena, which is very rare, wow. a Sunday yeah, night really. football game. Uh, we have actually one, two, three, four, five. We have five Sunday night football games, one Sunday afternoon game at 3 o'clock. Yeah, um,
0: that's but- that's definitely a bit bit more of a jump. I I think even more so than the original schedule. Yes.
1: Uh, we have opening weekend, of course, is all Saturdays. And week two, again, is all, uh, it's two Saturdays, uh, two Saturday night games. And then you have Sunday night football, April 16th, Orlando Predators at the Albany Empire, the first Sunday night football. So hopefully we might, can we get Carrie Underwood, Carrie Underwood doing something. <laughs> Ooh, Sunday night. Um, for that game to kick off the Albany Empire's home schedule, which will be the banner game uh, as they lift their second banner of their fr- in the AL history and their third banner overall um, for the Albany Empire. There's some other. Well, we'll later break down marquee matchups that we think throughout the season. Again, a lot of these teams are still signing players um of course as everyone knows xfl usfl are again a lot of the players a lot of the players are in the are still trying to pursue an xfl usfl career mm-hmm. um if they can't they usually will come they'll find a home here again you gotta, re- you gotta remember there are us uh, cif and ifl too so there's a lot more opportunity so there's still a lot more talent there a lot of teams still don't have a quarterback some teams do um, Jacksonville again still, is looking for a quarterback. still looking for a quarterback. Orlando still looking for a quarterback. But right now you got Sunday night football, which I thought I like. Uh, you got some Sunday night, uh, Saturday night games as usual. Got a couple of Fridays mixed in. We actually have a week, which I absolutely adore, is week four of this season. Uh, Jacksonville is home against the Predators on a Friday night, seven o'clock saturday night you have fayetteville at west texas and then sunday night you have albany at carolina so yeah. you'll you'll get is you'll get exactly three games on three separate days hopefully which, and
0: yeah hopefully maximizes the viewership too you know kind of have talked in the past about staggering mm-hmm. out games if possible of course venue restrictions always come up yes. but if you can do it that's the ideal way of doing it with how few teams you got Correct. in the league at the moment.
1: And I keep telling people, especially on our chats and especially on message boards, NAL teams are tenants of these arenas. They are not owners. They don't own the arena. Very few cases where the arena team owns their own building. Um, those Those are usually AFL back in the AFL days. Where Tampa Bay, the owner of Tampa Bay, of Storm, owned the lightning and the building. So, Tampa, you know, schedule will be working out different that way. Um, but very, very, very few slim cases. Um, maybe Jacksonville and Arizona are the only two that can come off in my mind that actually have some weight in their own building. When, oh, it's Arizona plan, they can get that day and they'll move a concert or they move something around that day because they know those two teams will put fans in the stands no matter what. Um, but the schedule does do that for a lot of teams. Now there are some interesting schedule tippets. The Orlando Predators have a stretch of six weeks where they do not play in Amway. Wow. And then they are home for four of a five, a four of five game stretch with a bye week in the middle right after that. So you're away for six weeks and you're home for four of the five. Um, that's kind of harsh. Again, also the San Antonio Gunslingers actually have a stretch of games where they're on the road for five. Let me let me recheck so I get the information correct. This the San Antonio Gunslingers are on the road uh, for uh, six six weeks as well, from week two to week. They're week two and they don't get a yeah, home game until at four, week they eight.
0: won't have a game. Yeah, I mean that's another yes. one too start the season with freeman but then you gotta wait all the way until may to late may at that it's like deja vu from last season Mm -hmm. so it'll be a heck of a homestand and if they're in a good spot after the honestly with the roster they built this year Mm -hmm. if they're in a good spot coming out of that road stretch they're going to be set up pretty well in prime position for for at least a high at least trying to clinch that first playoff spot in their franchise history but also could be higher up because i mean you and I have been predicting they should be a better, one of the better, if not top teams in the league this season.
1: Right now, in my opinion, them and Albany are the two teams playing for a championship, hmm. based on roster. I see um, that. and I guarantee Albany people, Dave and other people who message us all the time, it's like, oh, the reason why you stay in St. Tony is because they got John Bain. Yeah, they got John Bain, and their roster got better. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they literally got um, they're. They're pretty solid, but in my opinion, Albany is still the team to beat. They're back-to-back champions. Uh, they are the team to beat. And right now, they if the season ended today, the they'll be the one seed. And also, there's one thing that um, if you're listening to the show on our Spotify or any podcast platform, you, you're not missing anything on the screen, by the way. Um, this season, the members of Inside the Walls podcast, um, Zach, myself, Justin and a friend of ours, uh, Dukan and Mason Espinoza, will do voting for our top 25. Yeah, you heard me. Top 25 ranking. We are actually going to do a ranking of all the arena football teams or okay. indoor, or whatever. Uh, and we'll have it. Uh, we're not We're and we'll, of course, we'll do the power rankings um, for the NAL, but we're, we decided to do the rankings because we believe that. The indoor game, of all of its entities, deserves respect. Um, And a little trash talk between the leagues would be pretty cool too. (laughs) Um, But right now, uh, for overall right now, Albany currently right now, my opinion, and this may piss off a lot of people, they are currently the best team in all arena football. They are the number one team. I think they're better than the IFL champions right now, and i still (laughs) think...
0: I can hear I can hear some folks in the desert uh, screaming very loudly. right
1: no. now. well, yeah, you can say that, but again, uh, Albany dominated all year last year. They had two couple slips up early. Some fat white guy down Jacksonville called them out, and all of a sudden they just started winning everybody, beating everyone <laughs> that <is> behind, and end up winning the championships. Oh, th-
0: some of the th- some of the th- I. It's facts. I miss, this. I, miss this. I miss this.
1: I'm speaking facts, man. <laughs>
0: well no no no. I what's funnier is I, it still kills me because as you're talking that spitting of <laughs> of what you're doing leads to you getting infamy in the again, in the arena as part of the hype video for, for the, the championship game championship yeah. last season still one of my favorite moments all time, like covering Alton spring football is going, Oh, that's Jim's voice over the jumbotron PA system. Oh, I see I, what they're doing here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, It's funny that my voice is in their arena, but I have yet to hear mine in my arena and I go to every home
0: game. Dear God.
1: I'm just saying, uh, but still, uh but yeah uh we'll, we'll we're we're doing that this year um so when you see the rankings we're gonna have one solid ranking where top 25 you know how would it ap does the votes and the points we'll show you who had got the most points went on went on going on we'll do our respect Um, uh, we have mason again on this year um that's brings some insight for when we talk season ball and okay everyone knows justin uh, that guy has so many connections in the IFL; it's crazy. Uh, and Dukan, who is the master of masters, he is the source of arena news. Is that dude? Um, he'll be on the show too this season. So we're gonna give you guys a lot of stuff this off season, this season. Um, and of course, we're gonna you know talk about NAL, talk about the arena game, and it's we have stuff planned that's pretty cool. And so. <laughs> We're just not going to tick off Albany fans. We're going to tick off Northern Arizona. We're going to tick off Omaha. We're going to tick off some Pickettville arena team that plays in some Fargo Dome. Watch out. (laughs) Watch out. But, no, it's it's something that we want to do. We've been approached by a lot of people from different leagues and different fan bases. Like, you guys need to do this. We love your content. Do this or this. We're going to do it. We're going to help you guys out because you guys deserve it, too. Um, but speaking of the NAL, sorry about that tangent, but that's coming to preseason, and we'll show we'll give our preseason poll here about maybe a couple weeks before the season. The season starts March; uh, all the leagues start in March, so March first is where our first preseason poll will drop. Uh, how highly inaccurate that will be, <laughs> but still, <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, that'll happen uh, later in the year. But overall. Even though the season has not been, has gone and the little segments of the new schedule has dropped 14 games for five teams, 12 games for two teams. Um, Does it benefit Orlando and San Antonio? Maybe because they'll get extra rest. San Antonio, possibly because they're the only team that has a bye week, week 17. So if they're in the playoffs as a one seed or a two seed or even a three seed, they're going to have that, you know what the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles uh, enjoyed uh, in the NFL playoffs, that lovely bye week before the postseason. So that could benefit San Antonio again, that bye before they played in the first round of the playoffs. It gives them rest. Um, but also, it, you look at Jacksonville. Like, Jacksonville's schedule is killer. You finish the season with Albany plus uh, a home Albany and then at Carolina. That's a stretch there. Um, Then you look at Albany, they finished with Fayetteville. Questions about Fayetteville. We know they have Cato. We know they have good signings with Kendrick Yings and so forth. So you look at those teams, you don't know how these teams are going to be at at week one. Again, week one, week two team could be completely different from week 15 and week 16. Um, But again, if you want to ask, 14 to 12 game schedule top four teams make the postseason there were rumors of an expanded playoffs this year um that was coming from one of my sources then the other source said that was thrown out the window because they cannot count on stadium slash venues to be available for certain would, arenas and,
0: and that was what I was wondering too was you know with with how some of the priorities are for teams in certain mm-hmm. venues you gotta you can't it's hard i think to try and do that on the fly if you're a yeah if you have to so yeah i mean plus honestly you have seven i mean stick with mm-hmm. the 4 i'll be honest with you it, 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 unless it benefits the teams to play the extra game and you're bringing in enough revenue to do that yeah no point in adding that extra strain on you for that yeah again
1: river no, it wasn't factual. Oh, sure, I heard people. Sure.
0: I mean, and, and again, that's this is me analyzing that yeah. rumor. If it were to have happened to come, it never did. But no, you know.
1: like the CIF has eight teams, six teams make the playoffs. The True. IFL has 14 teams, and eight teams make the playoffs. Uh, a little more reasonable, but yeah. Yeah. But that's that's that they can do that. They have enough teams to do it. But it, it but the rumor that was here. Uh, one per. I forgot who sent me the message. Someone from Caroline said they're talking about a five-team playoff, uh, where you have a wild card game, where you have the one, two, and three seed have buys, and the two and the two, four, four A, four B playing a wild card game. Sounds um, kind
0: of like uh, half the. It's almost like you're playing like half like the MLB playoffs in a way where you're doing the end yeah. game. Yeah. Like that's what that is. That's a play in game at that
1: point. Yeah, that that was that was thrown out there. A sixteen was thrown out there. And I heard one uh one one rumor coming out of uh San Antonio, not San Antonio, Albany, um saying that there was a, a potential of all seven making the team, all seven make the playoffs, and the and the one seed gets the one gets to buy. So everyone makes it, and that's because they didn't know if they were gonna get a full schedule in. So they were, that's uh, if they had like a twelve or thirteen game, but that was rumors. I didn't. It, it was some like a lot of speculation, a lot of talk, talk, like chatting the boards, but nothing really factual. Nothing from the league that to told me that this is what's going to happen. But fourteen playoff was always the main go to, uh, because that's what should happen. And honestly, with how this league is right now, I think it's going to be a very heated battle for a top two spot. Who gets to yeah. the top two spot? And if you're San Antonio. Go get that number one seed because you get the benefit of having a bye week before the playoffs. That can be literally your bye week, like how NFL NFL does their bye weeks for the playoffs. Uh, But the schedule's out. it, it, It has that feeling like how college football is too, and NFL is. Okay, the NFL season's over. Super Bowl's over. What's next? A combine. What's after that? The schedules release. What's after that? Mm-hmm. Free agency. What's after that? The draft, training mini camps, camp. training camp, bam. In the NAO, it's schedule, free agency, cool. schedule. Then you get past the Super Bowl and you're like, okay, March hits training camp, then football in April. So we're, we got one more month of non action and then we're going to have solid training camp stuff. Um, I'm I'm gonna try to get a hold and let you guys get a hold We're gonna try and get people on the scenes in some of these areas for camp like interview uh, like some Twitter guys who follow the team possibly Um reporters for the teams we get on the show talk gosh, uh, kind of to talk about San Antonio um West, Texas and I'll try and give you guys a lot of information for your teams And we'll start breaking as we get close to the season comes to an end or as we come to an end to start the season we'll have team pacific episodes we might be mm-hmm. doing two teams per episode so first 30 minutes first hour whatever we're going to do we may have two releases each week we'll Spend talk bad, about bad each up, you know? uh yeah we'll talk about uh, each team and we'll give albany empire its own episode defending champions it will be the final week before the regular season um, we'll have Manas on the show. We'll have Sam Castronova on the show and maybe Nick Tag again uh to preview the upcoming season for the Empire entering the 2023 season. Uh seeing they become the they already became the first team to go back to back. Can they become the f- first team to go back to back to back in the NAL for championship? So new update schedule will be posted up later, later in a couple of weeks, maybe this weekend, um, for the new schedule. We will try to get players from these teams, talk to coaches as the season gets closer to break down what, how what's going on, how, what some of the updates, promotions and all, we'll send it to your way as well. And that, in that part. So schedules here. So now it's, can we get to February? And after February and March, training camp starts in March. A lot of the other arena leagues start in March too. So arena football is literally just around the court. People get excited for March madness. People get excited about March madness, bro. I've always been a football fan. I've always loved football, and I, I know I'm excited that the NFL, my Jaguars, made a good run. I'm very proud of my Jags. Um, Super Bowl is in two weeks. After the Super Bowl, we got the XFL for a couple, like about six weeks for the XFL. Then we may get the whole, no, we get the whole XFL season in before the start of the NAL. So we'll have some XFL stuff, and possibly those XFL players might come to NAL. Uh, when their time comes to an end in the XFL. So we'll have football. And when I hit me and me, Zach, uh, James Larson, uh, Stefan, um, Raycheck, the people of the XFL, or the people in the newsroom, us, we have a saying, ladies and gentlemen, football season never ends. It so when, pe- when people say, oh, football season's over, BS. Because there'll be it, football in- on ABC, ESPN, Fox. What it else never does you
0: can you can start at? See, I'm not no ND, joke. Yes. Once once the Super Bowl week hits, you watch the Super Bowl. That's the first of all of essentially all 360, of at least all 53, 52 mm-hmm. weeks worth of the year. There's, you will find a game at least on once a week.
1: There's only two set. There are only two weekends that there's no football: Pro Bowl weekend and the weekend right after the NAL championship because right at the NAL championship, you're in between the you're in between the all star not all-star game, the well, preseason football of the NFL, if you count that, If not, you have one week until the kickoff of the NFL season. Those are the only two weekends without football. So when you hear people, oh, there's no full, the football season's over, no football seasons still here. get XFL, USFL, NAL, IFL, CIF, all that this off season, a lot of great talent. So, as much as you guys love your, you know, Joe Burrows, Trevor Lawrence's in the world, give the guys in the lower leagues, the other leagues, some credit because there you got some studs, Brian Scott in USFL, XFL, mm-hmm. um, XFL. You're gonna have any the, like has a couple of cats in XFL. You, some of the,
0: yeah, I mean, you got, I mean, geez, you got Kyle, Kyle Slaughter, My guy drew Plitz over in the XFL. Yeah. Um, you got a ball state ball state player right there. Chirp, chirp.
1: Former form. You got former Cobra, um, Joe Powell, who became the first person they yep. were a kickoff kick off in the uh, XFL. He's back over I, there. Uh, you got Justin Luis Perez Sanders over
0: the Brahmas. Yeah. So.
1: And then in the, in the, and then you got in the, you get you know, Cardell Jones is returning in the IFL, and, and you got Sam Castren over in the NAL. You got stars everywhere. It's just not NFL. It's everywhere, and we'll give it. We'll we'll cover as much as we can. There's so much action, of course. Little side bit X uh, newsroom sports, um, all the action for XFL, USFL, Arena leagues, all there. Go check it out, um, because we love football, and we're here all year. And we covered it. So uh, we love it. I know Zach does USFL podcast. And, of course, this one, Inside the Walls, we do anything in arena. So speaking of arena, and speaking of veterans.
0: Right. uh,
1: There are a couple of big-time free agent signs in the National Arena League. Um, A couple of these guys made some noise over the year. Kenny Veal, Prince Shatola, or Shatola, Prince Shinola, excuse me. Where I get Mm Shatola from? Shatola. Oh, I'm Steve. thinking of Steve Shatola from the Sharks. There I go. Oh, my Hi, God.
0: Steve. <laughs> Hi, Steve.
1: Wow. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Kenny Veal, Prince Shatola, uh, Sean you said Lockett. That's said uh, again. Yeah. again? Zach, Shinola. you just do it. You just do it.
0: <laughs> Kenny Veal, who's going to the Cobras. Prince Shinola who's going to be returning to the Preds after, after – kind of a spell over in the IFL and also looking had been in, in, the XFL draft pool, uh, Sean Lockett, who was once with the Albany empire. He is now with the West Texas warbirds. And of course, uh, the kicker extraordinaire, Marco Roscoe returning back with the empire. That was a massive signing to see come across the transaction wire. Um, yeah, some pretty good quality ones. I'll be honest with you, uh, Orozco's the one that I was that I was. I think if you're an Albany fan, you gotta be thrilled. Lockett mm-hmm. was one I think overall out of these that I think is awesome for the NAL as a whole to see back in its ecosystem. Um, dude was a mauler for the Empire a few years back. Uh, went over the Pir- went over the Massachusetts Pirates for a spell and in the IFL, and now he's going to the Warbirds who are mm-hmm. trying to gear up and be competitive, being the new kids on the block in the nal along with of course fayetteville but i mean they're trying to go up level they need talent like sean lockett's he will do an excellent job anchoring both sides of the ball at least based on his position his position title right now which is implying he's going to be playing two sides unless this is uh it was inaccurately placed in for the transaction wire
1: well can we trust the transaction wire it always says oh yeah, he position it's 50 50 it's 50 yeah.
0: 50 sometimes but you get, you you get
1: three specialists this year so
0: true very true and he and to me he could easily fit that lineman specialist on the offensive side of the ball he is Correct. that good at center to where you could say you know what screw it you're playing only that spot and we only <laughs> need you yeah there. and then carry starks can go on the other side and he can you know he's most likely going to be that line defensive specialist on the edge yeah because i wouldn't do it that i wouldn't change that up i'd do it like that unless they want to be running back which hey you know to each their own but He's a terror on the edge, so I'd keep him there.
1: <laughs> and also, you you look at the Cobra side of things. You have an NAL first teamer coming back mm-hmm. and Kenny Veal. Yeah,
0: you know. yeah, returning to the Cobras,
1: too. Yeah, uh, returning to the Cobras. Marco Roscoe, um, he made clutch kicks last year. Uh, also had an incident earlier in the year that caused a little bit of a scuffle between Columbus and uh, Albany that turned out to be just a scuffle because Albany still – did Albany things and won. Um but Morosco was a clutch kicker that helped him win championship, hit deuces at the crucial, hit a crucial deuce in the first round playoff game against Jacksonville. Yeah. Uh where it was back to four, back and forth between them and Jacksonville and Albany. It was a crucial deuce that was the that broke the back of the uh, Jacksonville Sharks. Um they made them go to the championship game, honestly. And yeah, sealed the deal on that game yeah, really. Yeah. Um and of course Prince uh, he has been a, he, he started in Orlando, uh, shined in Orlando, and then he left and went to, I want to say, the San Diego Strike for, Force last year yes. and went to the XFL and he's coming back. So Orlando always had his rights. So if he came back to the NAL, we've been going to o- Orlando no matter what. So Orlando secretly has the best wide receiver group. In my opinion,
0: they have the most load. I mean, Rob Jones was added on re- to pretty yeah. recently. You get, they got
1: Rob Jones. You got Lonnie Outlaw. Should uh, you got Prince Winola, Larry Beavers is back. Larry Beavers. I Dangerfield down there too.
0: Yeah, Dangerfield sign on too. They have a really sneaky, like they have a really loaded talent pool. They're there. a
1: quarterback away of being a legit contender.
0: Mm-hmm. It's and they and they're reloading on defense again because yes, they cause got Maxwell. I mean, Alfred. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean Maxwell's coming back. You have Fuentes, who's going to be back and healthy this year, by the mm-hmm. way, too. Randall, he's yep. back as well. Uh, they they should be a sneaky good team, but like I like you said, I think the questions will remain on can your can whoever you bring in for QB fill that position consistently? I think that's the thing. Consistently yeah. produce. Now, I mean, Raheem Cato. I thought was on that path but there were spells and now he's over in fayetteville he gets another shot with a decent setup over in fayetteville but mm-hmm. you know can they produce on that angle with all that receiving talent to be determined still a little bit of the off season to go but time is kind of running out at this point rosters are starting to kind of fill up for mm-hmm. training camp coming around the corner
1: very loaded we'll find out we're just waiting for the big drop of a qb that could be announced hopefully soon um but again we're a couple of weeks away before we actually report the camp. But yeah, those are the big signings so far in the NAR two since we last recorded. So with that, let's uh set the mood if I can. Ooh, the mood. The mood. Like I said, we're doing yeah. a we're doing a unique thing on our episodes. Gotta love StreamYard. You can actually do stuff like this. Oh, yeah. So the new segment we're doing is the speculation zone, which is From my boys over the USFO <laughs> podcast borrowing <laughs> just borrowing and with that We do not again speculation zone. We do not have facts. This is rumors We don't report on rumors, and we also like to indulge. It's just speculate. We're speculating here. It's all we're doing so New life on the AFL social media accounts. Comeback to come? Are you saying that there's a comeback for the AFL? The league that I fell in love with 20-some-odd years ago?
0: Is there a chance?
1: They better not be toying with me, bro. Better not be toying Mm. with me.
0: Well, look, to specify what we're talking about. So, the AFL, the official accounts. So, if you haven't been noticing... Logos have changed back to the golden era logo from the 2000s all the way up to uh, the 2019 season. Uh, the, the standard shield with the football with the quarterback throwing a football. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the it's reverted back. The website on the bios has changed to the afl.com. Backgrounds are changing, and to put the cherry on top, as you are seeing on screen, if you're watching, they posted for the first time in some time hashtag new profile pick basically highlighting hey this has changed now it got a lot of traction at a lot had some people confused and others that were saying oh my god it's back look here's the deal you know i need for us you need a little bit more i mean i i'm if this is indeed it which hey there's been rumblings of the afl returning now basically since it went under in 2019 um Mm -hmm. I need to see a press release or something get dropped here in the near future. Um, Cause if you go to the, the, if you go to the, the AFL.com website, they claim 2024, which, okay. I hope this is real because mm-hmm. if that is the case, speculation zone announcement better be coming out pretty soon. Like within the next month or two, you're running right. out of time. You better have a lot done in the background. If this is real, and we need to know what is behind this, if it's funded, who's backing it. Is this a legitimate AFL? Not a skinned version of a mm-hmm. league. It needs to be a legitimate AFL. The big boy. Not any small fries, if you know what I'm talking about.
1: Well, if the AF, if this is the AFL returning, the AFL, the main one, the it is the event. event it is the most recognizable arena game of arena football it is what the ifl cif nil afia afa the list goes on want to be they want to be the afl the afl is the senior the lfa is the game yes it literally has a championship called the arena bowl a legit trophy which couple teams have won albany has won one jacksonville has won one uh, arizona has won one iowa i think has won one um so it's a it's a, a sport it's a league that we know if this legit is the afl and we've seen rumors we've heard rumors we've heard rumblings of who's behind it is it is it funded by a, a a group of people is it funded by a entity is it, it does it have a tv backing does it have literally something that if you're an owner of an organization outside of this new afl just throw in some let's say like i mentioned before columbus maybe it's history tradition of columbus the longest reigning standing franchise in arena football besides the uh Arizona Rattlers are the second one, or they were in the NAL. Let's just say the AFL has a a TV backing. Pop, let's say ESPN Plus, maybe ESPN or something like that. A organization like Carol of uh, Columbus, be like, hey, why not? Let's try it. You got history, you got tradition, possibly. Um, but again, we have seen leagues form we have seen leagues like the afa or a8 well no the aal right the american arena league or something i think yes, it's called
0: AAL, which is trying to make a comeback it, there's, it's yeah. basically aal2 yeah you, they, get, you get the point yeah you, they you get the point
1: they rose and fell they rose and fell uh now they they rose and launching a secondary brand but not the original brand so which um it's different but if this is the afl and this is the league that can bring back teams like the Tampa Bay Storm, the Grand Rapids Rampage, the New York Dragons, the Spokane Shock, the Colorado Crush, the San Jose SaberCats, the Dallas Vigilantes or the Dallas Desperados. Like when my co- my colleague said here off air, doesn't care what type of Dallas team it is, they're going to be just like the Cowboys, win a, lot of se- <laughs> win a lot of regular season, win a lot of regular season games, and choke in the playoffs. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> but when you said that I was like oh wow that's funny you're you're right about that but I'm just gonna say if they're being more active their website is updated apparently there was meetings in Vegas last year about this Um, their social media accounts have all switched over to the new logo and have been updated the banners have been white and updated with generic colors
0: their twitter actually is wiped of mm-hmm. all old posts by the way so like that tribute video from when it closed down that's yeah. not there anymore so yeah the only post on twitter now is hashtag new profile pick. yeah that's it facebook still has some old stuff like dating back from 2018 right. but there's some posts that are missing from what i can tell they, they've been cleaning things up whoever is running this so and we know movies. it's legit
1: and we know there's someone behind there Doing stuff on Twitter because they followed inside the walls. The Arena Football League follows inside the walls. So, if that's just them trolling us, it's pretty toying with my fancy. But there is too much activity happening on these social media platforms for just, oh, we're just updating the logo that just lets sit. In my opinion, there's something coming. Don't know when. Don't know how. But the rumblings I've heard, and when the rumblings you've heard, they just need to come out and say it. Because the more and more it drags on, the more speculation the speculation zone gets and we're just yeah. literally just throwing things on the walls like hope it sticks hope
0: it sticks hope it well, sticks. that's all that's all i want is just if whoever's messing with this like hey look if you're real mm-hmm. do it if not see i don't see toiling my emotions never makes me happy so no you know well, oh,
1: we both experienced that <laughs> yeah i don't know what you're but, talking I mean, yeah, about I mean,
0: look i keep getting told the same with rumors like there, there's something there i just want to see what it is like okay mm-hmm show me what's behind the curtain behind the curtain is it the Correct. is it the wizard of oz type of story or are we talking like the price is right or or sorry are we talking let's make a deal where you get yeah. the right deal you know that's what Correct. i'm looking at right now the,
1: the this is why this is why i want to like mention are we getting the xfl 2.0 which was perfectly brought up perfectly hyped took a couple years was sustainable was going to succeed until mm. The values that should not be named struck. Or is it the XFL now, which has been very blasé? a lot of questions everywhere. Still a lot of questions now. And a couple of teams are playing in venues that don't deserve to have football fields. That's the question. Are, be- are we being treated to the 2.0 relaunch? Or are we going to be given the 3.0, well, we're going to have football, enjoy it type of idea? I don't know. I just know one thing the term from a famous movie, Field of Dreams. If you build it, they will come. They will
0: come. Mm-hmm.
1: And from the people I've talked to, just not my fan, my team, other teams I've talked to, people in other leagues, if they build it, oh, they will come. Just. For me, as a fan, it's a lot of hype, a lot of rumors. Where there's smoke, there's fire. In my case, I'm not looking at a fire. I'm looking at a forest fire. Because the rumor is hot. It's hotter than hot. This is where I need to go get the fifth element, Chris Tuggets. Corbin, my man, Corbin, my man, it's hotter than hot. It's hot, hot, hot. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I should not but uh yeah. um oh, but yes God. if if the social media it, how it is right now the activity they have had if this is one man just trolling people cuz he's trolling people we've been duped like all dupes but people I've talked to the people you've talked to where there's smoke there's fire.
0: Yeah. And I'll, like I said, I'll stay patient, but I'm telling you. Oh, man, I'm
1: staying patient, but that, that don't toy me with my favorite football league. Oh, don't well, yeah, toy me.
0: And that's part of it. And I think that's, look, a lot of folks, you know, when they, uh, here's how I interpret this. And, you know, it could be different for everybody. But when the, when the AFL collapsed and went to official chapter seven bankruptcy back, you know, mm-hmm. in 2019, I think a lot of people just moved on. And we're basically saying, okay, we're this, is, this is an empty the f- void. Let's wait and see who takes the void or takes over that void. You know, like the IFL, the NAL and all that, the mm-hmm. CIF. And I mean, there's been, I think, movement. You know, I think there's some that have gravitated. They picked the IFL. There's definitely your NAL sector, the CIF right. guys. And there's nothing there's wrong nothing, with that. And there's nothing wrong at all. I think it's just that, you know, okay, if you're going to, if it's real, you know, you have to jump in and you have to be legit and i just like i said i hope to hear something soon because again that website's claiming 2024 right Mm -hmm. on the front page gotta hear something before the one-year mark officially if that's the case
1: and at the one-year mark if it's based off the old afl and even uh, then
0: i need to hear like a lot if it's the one-year mark because that means that you have to have done a lot in secret otherwise mm -hmm. if you have stuff to do in one year i'm like Okay, I'll follow along and play the, and and watch what's what, going on. But
1: for what I want, if they do make this announcement, let's say within the next couple of weeks, whenever they do it, like they need to do it before the one year mark, they have to already have either a few teams already already signing with them for the twenty twenty four, or they have you know they make it known like this is our goal, this is what we we're going to do, this is what we're going to be. And basically, like trying to, how can I say, bring back the arena family? Like, if they come back saying it's, or well, we're just, we're, if they come back, and they're, oh, we're the AFL, but you're getting the AFA quality action. No, that's a disgrace to the AFL name. If you come back, back as the AFL from 2010, from the heyday in the 90s, then yes, mm-hmm. you will get the traditional teams back. You will get the traditional teams you know, expansion teams pop up again with the traditional names. Um, There's a goldmine. When people said spring football cannot exist, we have how many leagues now in spring football succeeding? The USFL is going to their second year. NAL is going their sixth year. IFL is going their 12th year, I think spring football can't succeed. And what has happened when AFL uh, left, these leagues sprung up to fill its mold. But, Like I said, there's a term. uh, If you build it, they will come. There's also another term. If you come at the king, you better not miss. That's another term that the AFL, even though it does not exist now, it it will and always be the king of arena football because it is the arena football league. Even though how much I love the National Arena League, the reason why I love the Arena League is because of my first love. That was the Arena Football League. Even though I'm a diehard Jacksonville Shark fan, my first fandom was the Orlando Predators of the Arena Football League. Football League. <laughs> so, the great people in the past, you know, Frederick Barner, Eddie Brown, Aaron Garcia, Clint Dozell, and the list goes on and on. All the stars who played in the old AFL, they were stars there. They came down to the IFL, the CIF, and the NAL to help these leagues create new stars. But the AFL will always be the league. Give me the AFL Mm -hmm. of the heyday. Give me 16 teams. Give me a legit playoff system. Give me TV contracts where I can watch Sunday night football on NBC, arena football style. Give me those. Give me the 90s back. I know we can't get we all get old. Yeah,
0: I mean that's <laughs> that's a tough. You're saying '90s. I'm thinking like, man. I mean, if you're talking glory, that's 90s, and that, that's, 90s, that's '2000s. Then.
1: That's a that's an AFL on NBC, bro. Come on, that was some good stuff. Oh, I agree. Um, I'm
0: just saying, like, hey, you know, I I just if it is there, I just want it there. But no, I'm with you. Like, look, you have to separate yourself from what the current class is. Correct. Otherwise, you're the current class. Correct. You know, that's what the there's AFL no, branding is. It's it's bigger than that.
1: There's no Net Ten wireless up in here anymore, bro. <laughs>
0: no, no, no <laughs> oh no, go to Boost. You call it but yeah, Boost, Boost Mobile, mobile yeah. Boost mobile uh, but that, this day
1: and age, I think would be Mint though, right? With the one with the. Uh, I, mean, I mean, Mint works Ryan Reynolds. It's it like
0: lower leagues. like cricket. You can do yeah, cricket. cricket. Yeah, be like something like the, that. I don't know.
1: The AFL on NBC presented by Mint Mobile, and you have Deadpool actually, coming actually, like. I think
0: about it, uh, Boost is owned by Amazon. So there, get get uh, get be- Jeff Bezos dollars on your side. <laughs> That's oh, we
1: wish. Going. We wish. Jeff you anyways, don't buy
0: the com- Jeff, you don't want to buy the commanders. You want to buy the AFL.
1: Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's a, that's <laughs> a that, that. Yeah. Amazon money. Sometimes you don't want to get too big, then all of a sudden we'll have teams we'll have, you know, teams in Europe that like don't even know football having arena leagues. So come on. We're not gonna be start beating the NFL. But anyway. <laughs> Anyways, But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, that was our new segment of Speculation Zone. We'll try to do one each and every week. Uh, if news does drop anywhere in the National Arena League or if our first love makes big news drop, we will do a special show uh, talking about the news of that. Again, uh, you can follow us on Twitter and on Facebook at NWallspod. Uh, you can follow us on YouTube at NWallspod. I forgot to add that in the diagram. I do apologize for that. Um, I know we've been gone for a while. But if Zach agrees, you want to do this next week, bro, and get this thing started?
0: Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, but, well, sure. Let's do All another well. one. I mean, I feel like we owe we I feel like we owe our fans another episode anyway.
1: Yeah, we've kind of been gone for a month. Yeah, let's do <laughs> it.
0: next week. We'll get another one next week. All I right. like that idea. Well,
1: I am Jim Bernier. That is Zach Coleman. This is Inside the Walls Podcast, episode 81. Wow. So anything new happened? Well, we just went over a few things. And next week, hopefully we have more in-depth analysis of the National Marine League and maybe other news around college. Well, not college. college. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. We're going to the NCAA right now where we're going to have Kong, uh, Colgate take on uh, Oral Roberts in a classic in- uh, college oh, wow, game. Wow, look at you. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's still one of the most epic rivalry names, Oral Robertson, Colgate. It's like that's great advertisement right there. But anyways, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, um, again, I am Jim Renier. That is Zach Coleman. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back for episode 82 next week, same time on a lovely Friday. Be safe. Be well. We'll see you next week. Covering all your favorite parts of the 50-yard fight.